We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, White Sox fans. This is your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. I'm Josh Nelson. After a disappointing end to the Yankees series that had fans begin to question just how prepared this White Sox squad is for the postseason, on Monday night, they got a taste of what could work in October. Dallas Keuchel was on the mound and opposed former White Sox pitcher Frankie Montas. Keuchel got into trouble early in the second inning. Matt Chapman hit his 18th home run of the season for a solo shot to make it one to nothing. Then Keiko allowed the next four base runners to reach before getting Matt Olson to strike out. In a way, it was amazing that Keiko only allowed two runs in that frame as Oakland was in great position to really put up a crooked number. And that second inning is where White Sox fans get frustrated with Keiko as of late. It's the optics. A solo home run followed by a loss of command, not able to generate the typical ground balls, is causing fans to form some wrinkles. After stranding a runner on third base in the third inning, Keiko had back-to-back 1-2-3 innings in the fourth and fifth innings to end his night. With a final line of five innings pitched, five hits allowed, two earned runs, two walks, and two strikeouts, it's very Keiko-like, and it works. And the Keiko stands are wondering, what is everyone worried about? It's very similar to how we analyzed Alex Colome last year. Whether that comforts fans or not is up to them. Down 2 to nothing, the White Sox offense chipped away that lead starting in the third inning. Sebi Zavala and Tim Anderson both hit singles to set up runners on first and third. On the first pitch, Cesar Hernandez hit a sack fly to center field, driving in his 51st RBI of the season. In the fourth inning, after a double play wiped away Andrew Vaughn's leadoff single, Luis Roberts singled and reached second when Brian Goodwin walked. Sebi Zavala, again, came through with a single to left field to plate Robert tying the game 2-2, but Goodwin was thrown out at third base. Tied 2-2 in the fifth inning, Tim Anderson singled, and Cesar Hernandez laid down a bunt single, when Matt Chapman failed to scoop the bunt. However, he almost threw out Anderson at second base, which was a brief scare. After Jose Abreu struck out, 
Aloy Jimenez hit a rocket line drive at Chapman, which, again, he failed to make the play as it deflected off his glove into left field. Anderson sprinted to home plate safely, and the White Sox were ahead 3-2. In the sixth inning, Luis Roberts singled and stole second base, reached third base on Brian Goodwin's grounder to second, and Zavala laid down the perfect safety squeeze bunt towards first base that allowed Robert to score, a manufactured run from the bottom of the lineup to pad the White Sox lead. It was a beauty to see live. To put an exclamation point on Robert's night, in the bottom of the eighth inning, Robert smashed the only extra base hit for the White Sox with a solo home run, his third of the season, making it 5-2. After Keuchel, Michael Kopech took over to start the bullpen bridge, and man, Kopech was awesome. I'm talking 70 grade pitches coming at athletics hitters who looked overmatched. In two innings of work, Kopech threw 30 pitches, striking out three, walking just one while not allowing a base hit. Next was Craig Kimbrell, and it wasn't as clean as Kopech in the eighth inning. After hitting Matt Olson, Kimbrell allowed a ground rule double to Jed Laurie to put runners in scoring position, but Kimbrell was able to hunker down and strike out Matt Chapman and Josh Harrison escaping the threat and letting out a big yell. With a three-run cushion, it was Liam Hendricks' turn to get rid of the bad taste from his outings against the New York Yankees. After getting the count full, Hendricks struck out Seth Brown. 2-2 count against Mitch Moreland, and Hendricks got Moreland to buckle his knees on a slider for strike three. And 2-2 against Mark Canna, and Hendricks threw a 99-mile-per-hour fastball by him to strike out the side. Kopech, Kimbrell, Hendricks combined for four innings of work, one hit allowed. They did hit one batter, walked one, and struck out nine. The bullpen blueprint worked to perfection. Luis Robert was three for four with a home run, a stolen base, and scored three runs. Sebi Zavala was two for three with two RBIs. And Tim Anderson had another multi-head game, going two for five. The Chicago White Sox are now 69-50 and 50 on the season. Nice. Tonight, it's the all-star starter for Oakland, Chris Bassett. Seabass will be on the mound to face his former team. The White Sox are countering with Ronaldo Lopez, who served the opener role well his last time out. With the White Sox calling up Mike Wright from Charlotte, perhaps we'll see Lopez go three innings, and maybe Wright will come in for a couple of innings to get the White Sox at least halfway home. In Bassett's last three starts, which spans over 20 innings, he's only allowed one run. That's incredibly impressive, and it could be a frustrating night for the White Sox offense. That will be the key matchup to see if the White Sox can muster some offense to help support the bullpen game. It's 90s night, so we'll see if the broadcast will do anything fun. First pitch is at 7.10 p.m. Central Time, and you can watch on NBC Sports Chicago or listen on the radio at ESPN 1000 AM. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No minor games last night, so here are some scores around Major League Baseball. The Minnesota Twins walked off Cleveland 5-4, which means that the Chicago White Sox lead in the American League Central is 11 games, as Cleveland is now 57-60. The Detroit Tigers are a half game back of them at 58-62, and and the Minnesota Twins are 53-66. They have won 7 out of their last 10 games, while Cleveland has gone 4-6 during the same stretch. The Twins are just five games back of Cleveland for second place. So maybe the Twins crawl back to that position before season's end to save some face? I don't know. The draft pick position might be more important than saving some pride. Garrett Cole returned to the Yankees' mound after dealing with COVID for a couple of weeks. In five and two-thirds innings, he struck out nine. Los Angeles Angels hitters while only allowing one run, which was a home run to Justin Upton. But Cole got some support from Joey Gallo, who hit another home run as the Yankees won a close game 2-1. Brett Phillips hit an inside-the-park home run as Tampa Bay routed Baltimore 9-2. The Atlanta Braves increased their lead in the National League East as they smashed Miami 12-2 after blowing a three-run lead in the ninth inning. Colorado walked off San Diego 6-5 thanks to C.J. Crone hitting his 20th home run of the season. That loss for the Padres was painful because Joey Votto picked up career hit 2,000 as Cincinnati again embarrassed the Chicago Cubs 14-5. The Cubs have now lost 12 straight games. Cincinnati is now just one and a half games back of San Diego for the final wildcard spot. So after all this time, we just assumed the National League West will have three playoff teams. Now it's the Padres who are feeling some heat with the Reds making up some ground. And can't also forget the St. Louis Cardinals, who have won eight of their last ten games and are just four games back of San Diego for the final wildcard spot. Kansas City helped the White Sox by beating the Houston Astros 7-6. to Houston is one and a half games ahead of the White Sox for the second seed. So your current MLB postseason picture in the National League, your number one seed is still the San Francisco Giants, and they would face the winner of the Dodgers versus Padres wildcard game. The Milwaukee Brewers are currently the number two seed, and they would face the number three seed Atlanta Braves. In the American League, number one seed Tampa Bay would face the winner of the wildcard game between Oakland at Boston, and then it would still be the number two seed Houston against the number three seed White Sox. That will do it for this White Sox wake-up call. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, 
and also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash socksmachine. If you enjoy our work and want to support us, visit patreon.com slash socksmachine as we have several different tiers of support starting at just $2 a month for exclusive content, ad-free podcast and website, and the first opportunity to purchase our new swag items. Speaking of which, for those that ordered the Socks Machine ball caps, those should be shipped out later this week to you. We are also five Patreon supporters shy of a milestone at 550 supporters. Again, your support allows us to do more and will go a long way to help our coverage of the upcoming postseason. Have a great Tuesday morning, everyone. For SocksMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. Thanks for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.